This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. It was the first day of the season, and the crew were glad to be back on board the famous paddle steamer, Red Gauntlet. Welcome back, everyone, said Captain Bobo. Today, we have some inspectors coming to check Red Gauntlet over. So, after the inspectors have had a good look around, we'll be going off for some sea trials in the Firth. We'll want to do a few test runs up and down thundersome day. First Officer Sheila had her doubts. The forecast is bad. Thundersome Bay can be rough. Not much we can do, said the captain. You know these officials need to see her at speed. Lots of things had to be checked or repaired or brought on board before they could start the summer season. Red Gauntlet needed all sorts of things, from new life jackets to giant boxes of tea bags, and there were 30 new foam fire extinguishers. Reuter, one of the sailors, was told to bring them on board and check them out. They had to be brought up to the office to be logged in and tested before being placed around the ship. Just as the inspectors arrived on board, the wind became a little stronger. Nice day for it, Captain Bobo joked. Would you like to put your coats and bags in the office? Reuters in there, once he's done, he can lock everything away. The inspection went well. As they walked about the ship, looking at lifeboats, poking about in cupboards, checking life jackets, and testing alarms, the inspectors were putting large ticks against their checklists. They went down to the engine room and were impressed with how clean and efficient it all was. So, Captain, said the inspector when they were back on the bridge, all that remains of the sea trials. As they were about to depart, Mr. Singh, the harbour master, came running up. Captain Bobo! Captain Bobo! Can you help? The Dunton Brass Band should have been on the ferry over to Frog Island for this afternoon's competition. But their bus broke down. They've only just arrived. Could you drop them off? That should be fine, smiled Bobo. I'm sure we can fit that in, he said, turning to the inspector. Once the brass band and all their instruments were safely on board, Red Gauntlet headed out to sea. Well, Captain, said the Chief Inspector, let's see how fast she goes at full power. OK. Reuter, said the Captain, turning to the sailor at the wheel. Pull ahead. Reuter rang down to the engine room on the ship's telegraph. The ship began to pick up speed. 
Meanwhile, on the rear deck, the band were rehearsing. Billy, the cabin boy, the tea room staff, and Salty, Captain Bobo's faithful wee Scotty dog, all came out on deck to listen. Billy had brought his pet mouse Pinky along too. He was particularly fascinated with the tubers. They had a maze of brass tubes and huge wide horns at the top. It was interesting but also quite funny to watch them being played. He liked the deep boom, boom, boom sound. Suddenly, Billy realized Pinky had disappeared. Perhaps brass band music wasn't really a mousy sort of thing. Just then, the band started playing the theme from Jaws. Billy noticed one of the tuba players was having some difficulty. He was taking big breaths and blowing, but nothing was happening, not a sound. He then took an even bigger breath and blew with all his might. There was a great loud as something shot out of his instrument. Instinctively, Billy dived forward and caught it just before it hit the deck. Well held, called out the band leader. Billy looked down. It was Pinky. He must have gone exploring and got stuck inside. Up on the bridge, the trials were going well. Fifteen knots, Captain. That's a pretty good speed, said the inspector. Yes, agreed Captain Bobo. But I doubt we'll beat it on the return, judging by the swell of those waves. The sooner we drop off your musical passengers and get back to work, the better, said the inspector. As the band marched off the ship, playing stormy weather, everyone gave them a wave and wished them good luck in the competition. The captain was looking at the gathering clouds and turned to the inspector. It might be a good idea to hold back for a couple of hours and stay here at Frog Island. The wind is getting stronger and the forecast is for a severe storm to pass through the area in the next hour or so. Oh, I think we're more than able to cope with a little summer squall, replied the inspector. Let's keep going. As you wish, responded the captain. Hopefully we'll be back in port before the worst of the weather hits. Heading out from the shelter of Frog Island, Red Gauntlet suddenly caught the full force of the gathering wind, and a great wave broke over the bow. said one of the inspectors, staggering a little. That was a big one! The weather continued to worsen, and the skies darkened, but the paddle steamer ploughed on. The crew were coping well with the conditions. They were used to rough seas, but Captain Bobo wasn't quite so sure about the inspectors. As the weather worsened, 
Captain Bobo asked if they should return to port. The chief inspector, now hanging on for dear life, nodded in agreement. Once back in the safety of the harbour, the inspector and his team began to recover. Reuter went to get their coats and bags from the office. As he opened the door, he was immediately engulfed in a great wall of foam spilling out onto the deck. The force of the waves had set off all the fire extinguishers. Our coats and bags! exclaimed the inspectors when they realized what had happened. How are we going to get them back? Billy went back to his cabin to get his swimming goggles, and Boing Boing, the assistant engineer, arrived with a welding mask he'd borrowed from the workshop. They both dived into the foam to try to find the inspector's belongings. Eventually, Billy's hand poked out of the foam, holding up a bag. Then Boing Boing found a coat, and then another. It was a bit like being in a giant lucky dip, as Billy and Boing Boing dived in and out of the foam. But eventually, they found everything. The inspectors ran off to catch their train, with foam still oozing out of the sides of their bags and coat sleeves. Well, well, said Captain Bobo, watching them go. Something tells me that those inspectors might be a little more willing to listen to our weather warnings in future. This is a Bell Media production, narrated by John Sessions, supported by the Audio Content Fund. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 